Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, this is Note to Self, and I'm your host, Peyton Sarton. From Q&As and breakup tips to simply navigating every stage of life, Note to Self is a space to get messy, explore new perspectives, and ultimately empower yourself and others. Grab some wine or a mocktail, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. All right. Hi, guys. So I have Nicole and Alexis here in studio in Dallas. Hello. I am Alexis. I'm Nicole. We sound the exact same. (laughs) We're so excited to be here and we're so excited you're in town. I know. Even if just for like 24 hours. Exactly. I'm happy to be back. I have to go to my storage unit and get a bunch of stuff. All my winter (laughs) clothes. I'm like, damn it. But I wanted Nicole and Alexis to come on because they started a company called Upray Hours. Can you all tell us a little bit about your company, your product? Of course. So Apre Hours is a ready-to-drink espresso martini. We have three flavors. Our classic, which Peyton's currently sipping on. Our so salted bomb. caramel, which Alexis and I are currently sipping on. And then you can't forget vanilla. Yeah, classic. They are all gluten-free and dairy-free, 10% alcohol. So we may be tipsy by the end of this. And yeah. they also have a shot of espresso. <laughs> We're going to be on a high. I am like an espresso martini psycho. So I don't want to say I started the espresso martini trend, but years but ago in LA, a lot of my friends were just coming right out. A lot of my friends did like a lot of drugs. So yeah. when we go out, if there's like nights, I'm like, I'm not going to do this. You know, I would have espresso martinis and I would outlast them partying. Like exactly. you don't have to go back for a second of anything. Yep. You just, I would have two or three espresso martinis and I would be out until four or five. There you go. Exactly. And it was it's the perfect pick me up. It's more effective, Wake honestly. Me up and fuck me. Up. I was ready to go. And so <laughs> I got obsessed with them and I would post them all the time. And I have a highlight from a couple of years ago of people going to try espresso martinis and like tagging me in their I photos, which is like the coolest thing to influence ever. You're like, I influenced someone to go <laughs> sit down and like get a little tipsy with their friends. But I had this like crazy long highlight of people being like, I didn't even know this was a thing. And it came at the perfect time because there was like the resurgence of this espresso martini. Exactly. And then everyone ha- like started drinking them all at the same time. I think we're all just on the same wavelength. We yeah. really are. You know? I mean, we thought of this idea of starting a canned espresso martini mm-hmm. probably a year and a half ago, but we were obsessed with them yes. a year before that. But then when COVID hit, we were like, where are our espresso martinis? Mm-hmm. It's hard to make at home. I tried. I tried. Mm-hmm. 
absolutely cannot. Yeah. I mean, I have an espresso machine, but it was not it. Mm-hmm. It also took way too long to yeah. make just two. Yeah. yeah. Convenience <laughs> is important oh, for sure. Absolutely. Not like we were doing anything in quarantine. We had nowhere to go, but like I still wanted things yeah. to be convenient. It's like exactly. I had a glass of wine at like 3 p.m., but I'm like, where's my espresso martini? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, it's so important. Literally during <laughs> quarantine, our Friday activity, because everything was shut down, we would go to our favorite coffee shop at the time. Now it's Sidel's. Mm-hmm. We would sit on the patio because you couldn't sit inside. We would order a nice little glass of wine with our laptops out. Like just mm-hmm. that was the highlight of our quarantine. And we yeah. just sit there, sip on wine. And by the end of it, when we were coming out of 2020, we were like so tired of drinking wine. We we're like, mm-hmm. where are our espresso oh, yeah. martinis? We hadn't had one in so long. And Alexis and I were like, you know what? Tonight, we're going to go to the liquor we're store. We're going to the <laughs> liquor store. Okay. And we're going to rampage it. We're going to see where the espresso martinis is. Because there's yeah. canned everything, everything right out now. there. And so we went. And there's hard coffees, of course. But it mm-hmm. was like all filled with dairy. It was like paps with ribbon. Yeah, like yeah. stuff that you do not want to drink. We like, bought them all, though. Because yeah. we're like, surely something. Yeah. Something's got to taste Someone right. out there has had to make something that even resembles an espresso martini at this point. Mm-hmm. Because they're at the time the New York Times article came out, they're the number one drink in America. And we're like, I saw that. Yeah. Where is the espresso martini can? So we bought all the hard coffees. We went home. Our night activity was getting tipsy off of hard coffees. (laughs) But our stomach hurt so bad. Like we were sick to our our stomach. Your shared stomach. Yes. You are the same human. We are the same. We are one. People always ask if we're sisters or not. Sometimes mm-hmm. I say yes. <laughs> I mean, it's for the plot. Well. Yes. <laughs> See the but reaction. I mean, I swear some of them were expired because a lot yeah. of them had dairy in them and ours are dairy free, gluten free. Mm-hmm. And like the thing behind the gluten free, I'm slightly gluten intolerant. Yeah. So if I drink gluten, I immediately flare up. Flare up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I break out into hives Mm -hmm. it's just a or if she drinks like a cheap liquor or like malt alcohol so honestly making these alexis was the test it was like if she flares up it's a no-go yeah it's like okay wait five minutes let's see if my face turns into a tomato yeah i feel you that's a great tester to have someone to test on like an actual guinea pig don't recommend it but like do recommend it. yeah yeah absolutely but yeah after we tried all the hard coffees that were at the liquor store, we were like, okay, there's nothing that even resembles our favorite espresso martini. Mm-hmm. We should make our own. Yeah. Which is crazy. That and is crazy. Like, that's not like a normal thing to think about. Like, oh, mm-hmm. let's just make our own canned cocktail. I think it's more common now, especially like with the fact women were starting to be more like savvy in business. Exactly. I mean, we got the ability to like get a bank account in like the seventies and we've come a long way since then. I'm really yeah. proud of us. So I feel like it's opened all of our minds to be like, we're going to do this or we're going to make this. And I love how thrifty and crafty women are getting in business in the last even like 20 years. You know what I mean? I, I'm a huge, that's part of the reason I wanted to have you on too. Cause y'all are woman owned and operated. And I feel like that's like, that's really important or women led really. Oh, yeah. Um, really important. I feel like y'all also have been doing a lot of press about, it's always the headline. Whenever y'all share press, it's always the headline. I'm like two Dallas women, like create espresso martini in a can or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's crazy. The reason of that is mm. because less than 2% mm-hmm. of women owned beverages own a canned cocktail. 
Okay. Which it should not be like that. Yeah, yeah. Whatsoever. I yeah. So that's kind of like the reason why we're putting those headlines in. That makes it's sense. Like, it, it's very it, rare. It's mm-hmm. very, very rare. And I mean, whenever we had the idea to do it, it was kind of just like, oh, this is funny. Like, let's do a canned espresso martini. It won't be that hard. Really? I mean, Alexis and I both come from marketing and PR backgrounds. So mm-hmm. we're like, we if we know we make a good product and we know how to market it, then it should be easy. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I think ignorance was truly bliss at the beginning. <laughs> we were very naive. <laughs> Whenever <Yeah. laughs> we first started, after having all our hard coffees and we were kind of tipsy, we we're like, okay, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go find a really a good bartender and he's going to whip up our favorite espresso martini and then somehow we're going to mass produce it in a can which is exactly the yeah. opposite of what it is mm-hmm. i mean we actually like talk to bartenders and they're yeah. like can you whip this up in a can <laughs> that is not That's how, it how it works. Works. there's so much legal that goes into it yeah ph testing there's like people in lab coats mm-hmm. doing all of the it's things. a science yeah it's really. literally a science This episode is sponsored by Thrive Market. I have had a really difficult time getting to the grocery store lately. Like I'm procrastinating that chore until the very last minute. And I often just end up spending way too much money on having food delivered in the meantime, like every single day, like literally for lunch and for dinner. (laughs) And then I look at my credit card statement and I'm like, how did this happen? So that is until I found Thrive Market. Finding high-quality, affordable grocery items in one place is almost impossible in today's world. But thanks to Thrive Market, I stress less because I get everything I need and so much more in one place. Shopping with Thrive Market means you'll find everything from healthy pantry essentials to sustainable meat and seafood to non-toxic cleaning and beauty products. And it's all delivered right to your door. When you buy from Thrive Market, you can save up to 30% off the best organic groceries. Some of my favorite Thrive Market purchases have been my Banza spaghetti, which is a staple in my like weekly dinner routine. Anything from Primal Kitchen. I love their pasta sausage. My Calafia Farms barista oat milk and anything from Kettle and Fire. Joe and I love their bone broth. On average, I save about 10% or more on each of my Thrive Market orders. And I absolutely love how easy it is to use their website and app. Looking for low sugar, keto, gluten-free, zero waste, BIPOC-owned brands, filter by 90-plus values and lifestyles to find what works for you. I've been trying to eat less sugar in my day-to-day lately, and Thrive Market has made it easy for me to find meals and snacks to help me stick to that goal. With Thrive Market's fast and free carbon-neutral shipping, you're saving a ton of time otherwise spent in grocery lines and parking lots. Best of all, when you join Thrive Market, you're joining a community of 1 million plus members and sponsoring a family in need. Get convenient, high-quality, affordable groceries delivered with Thrive Market. Join Thrive Market today and get a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash note to self to get a free $60 gift. That's thrivemarket.com slash note to self. Hi, guys. It's Jordan from the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. On my show, we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, motherhood, channeling, healing, and so much more. A few years ago, I was diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease, and the healing journey I embarked on at that time set me on the path to radical awakening. Let's just say I had no choice but to change my energy, and that opened me up to the most beautiful healing of my life. On my show, you can expect to feel like you're sitting in my living room chatting with old friends. Tune in every Wednesday to connect and hang on the Balance Bond Soul on Fire.
let's go back a little bit further. How long have y'all been besties? So we've been besties for eight years now. Yeah. That's crazy. Do I still like you? (laughs) (laughs) And you work together. That's like a lot. So we were actually co-workers first. Okay. So we worked at a national PR agency about eight years ago. Mm -hmm. And then we went our separate ways. I worked for a watch company and Nicole worked for a boutique PR agency. Okay. But we still remain friends. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like the best of both worlds. Yeah. It's like we were co-workers first Mm -hmm. and then friends second. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of times it's hard going into a business with like your best friend Mm -hmm. because egos get in the way. Everything gets in the way. Well, you've never seen each other in that zone before too. It's like a completely different relationship and y'all started seeing each other work and how each other works. Exactly. We knew how each other worked and we, I mean, we chaired on some charity committees together. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, we know how to work together. We thought of this idea Mm -hmm. and we just, you know, yeah. Yeah. That was the number one thing. I think a lot of people go into business with their besties, which can be really hard. I mean, you always (laughs) hear horror stories, but I mean, like Alexis mentioned, we, knew how to work together really well. So whenever we had this idea, we knew we could work together with it. Obviously, there's always going to be something. But at this point, we're even though we're not sisters, we're basically sisters at this point. We work together. Mm-hmm. We, we travel together. together. People ask if we live together, which oh. <laughs> we actually don't. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> Plot twist, we don't. I mean, you can't do absolutely everything together. That's also like the scary part of like starting a business with your significant other. I feel like it's a similar thing. It's the same thing. But you do live together and you're also banging. Like there's a lot of different kind of relationships going on in one person. I feel like I'd be thinking about work like while having sex. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I am usually thinking about work while, while yeah. having sex, even though I don't work with my partner. Yeah, I'd be like, but at least we, I can't talk to him about it. Like, I can't be like, exactly. he doesn't know if like, I even tried to talk to him. I'd he doesn't like, know. So. Wait, did yeah. we get Wait, this done? I had an idea. <laughs> In the height of idea. passion. Are you about to peak? I'm but... inspired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it reminds me of that. I guess best friends. It's good. They all don't live together. Oh, oh yeah. It, that'd be probably too much. It's it's of, I mean, we work out at 5 a.m. together, so we basically only don't see I wanted see to each talk other about when we that. <laughs> I, I wanted to talk about that. Y'all both are early risers. We are. I never was at first. Did that start because you're like, okay, I'm going to be like the owner of this company and I need to like get my shit together. Like it just lets you get started on the day. I feel like every time I hear something about a CEO, they get up at 5 a.m. Yeah. Was that the inspiration or is that just no. would that did the 5 a.m. come before? The, the 5 a.m. came before. So right after quarantine, right when the gyms open, mm-hmm. I made a pact to myself. Mm-hmm. Like it was almost like a mental challenge. Yeah. I was like, I want to start waking up at 5 a.m. I want to start working out. Like everybody resets during during quarantine. Yeah. So I was like, okay. I will start working out at Mm -hmm. 5 a.m. And then I just kept it up. And it's so great because from 6 a.m. to 9 Mm a.m., I'm not getting bothered with emails. I'm not getting bothered with phone calls. So it's kind of almost like a downtime for me. And you can also like get ahead. Exactly. Yeah, when you're up early like that. It's the best. I mean, I used to wake up. I mean, being in PR, I would rise to 
emails, texts, like I would just rise to anxiety Mm -hmm. and getting up early just gives me that time to kind of just chill, relax, which is so nice. So that's how I felt being on the East coast, even waking up at like eight, it was like most of my, like my managers and my team for the podcast are all on the West coast. Mm. So I would wake up and I would have like two hours or so before they started getting up which was just me being on the East Coast. I was still waking up at like eight. That's a good excuse though. It was, it was amazing. So I know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. And they weren't even, like I was just like getting ahead of any problems that could come up that day and just like getting my work done early without anyone like bothering me. It's perfect. It's perfect. And especially right now, because it's just the two of us. I mean, we wear so many hats. We have Mm -hmm. our heads in a lot of buckets. So it's kind Mm -hmm. of nice to plan out our day and compartmentalize our day to the point where we're like, okay, we are going to take on this day versus the day is taking on me, which in my past, the day's always taken me on. Yes. (laughs) So part of your way of doing that is getting up early, getting the workout done, keeping that promise to yourself. I always say like, I've learned this just throughout years and it's pretty obvious to people who are older, but it took me a while to realize that like confidence is really just mm-hmm. trusting yourself to do, you know, whatever you promised yeah. yourself you're going to do. So when you say that, I'm like, I'm sure it made you just like exactly. feel better and stronger, and more confident at yeah. the end of the day. And that's why I say it was almost like a mental challenge. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even about work in the beginning yeah, because yeah. this wasn't this was before APRE hours. Mm-hmm. It was a mental challenge where it's like I always love to challenge myself. Mm-hmm. And so waking up at that 5 a.m. it was almost like a check mark yeah it's like you know when you're people make their bed and it's like a check mark Mm -hmm. so like working out at 5 a.m. it was a check mark for me yeah yeah and I was never a morning person whatsoever I'm honestly still not it's just funny because it's the hardest part of every single day in Mm -hmm. my head that I know is just getting out of bed at 4 30 or getting out of bed at 4 45 and if I can do that the rest of my day, things can happen. It's like, you know what? I feel like I conquered something that was really challenging already. Yeah. That yeah. I can figure out like nothing. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I worked out at 5.15 a.m. this morning, but I also woke up at 5.03. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I wake up out of bed, mm-hmm. jump into my gym clothes, brush my teeth, and I go to the gym. Like, yeah. I don't go to gyms that are less than three minutes away from me. Okay, yeah. Or else I won't make it. And you we're made also- it convenient for yourself. It's exactly. easy to succeed this yeah exactly yeah we're not like the peppy girls we are at 9 a.m we are zombies walking into our 5 a.m yeah i mean when we first started working out at this one gym our trainer was like do you are you and nicole friends yeah you guys fighting we're silent yeah we're absolutely silent we talk to each other all day we just this is our time to not speak yeah (laughs) i feel you that's how joe and i are sometimes like we'll sit down for dinner and like we were both on our phones and it's like, we've been together all, <laughs> all day. day. This like looks bad, but we've been together all day. Yeah. Like I promise we like each other, but like I need a second to yeah, get on my like, phone. I I don't know what to talk about right now. Yeah. Well, I commend that because I have a trouble getting out of bed at 830 in the morning. I'm like, this is the hardest part of my day. Just get out of bed. It's so like cozy and warm. And I'm just a tired girl. That's just who I am. I am it's a my tired girl too. I mean, y'all are y'all created espresso martinis in a can. Oh, so I mean, that's why. You're like, we yeah, we were tired girls. That <laughs> might be the trick. Yeah, it literally is the trick. It's the cure. So let's talk about starting the company. You said you're in quarantine. You're trying to find something that resembles your favorite martini that you love. So how did everything start? I know you said you guys just like looked at each other one day and you were like, let's make it. Yeah. So what what steps are we taking after that? Like, what was your initial process of like just trying to make this real? Yeah. So, I mean, we looked at each other. We said we'd make it. Like I said, we thought we could go to a bartender and they could web up something. Mm-hmm. 
But I think for us, we were like, okay, realistically, like what are our steps? If we look forward two years from now where we are now, we mm-hmm. have a company, we have production, we have all these things. What's step one that we could do to see if this is even something that Alexis and Nicole can do? Yeah. So we literally sat down the next morning. We're like, all right, let's let's see if we can do this. We made a list of people in the industry. Of, yeah, it's like we made a list of tasks, people, mm-hmm. and we met with them, of course. We made it a mission to meet with them. Mm-hmm. Coffee, happy hour, whatever, reaching Zooms. out to them. Yeah, and what kind of people are you talking about? on people, this Hospitality people. Yeah. A lot of people in the industry. So because we're in marketing and PR, mm-hmm. I did PR for alcohol brands. Alexis and I worked on restaurants together. We just mm-hmm. knew people who would potentially know people to lead us towards the right direction to yeah. say, hell yes, go for it. Or hell no, you guys need to stay in marketing and PR. Don't quit your day job. Mm-hmm. So we made a list of people and we met with every single one of them. Like we yeah. made a point, we put dates on the calendar, met with every single person. And those people ended up connecting us to the right people, people who had been in the industry for forever mm-hmm. in order to kind of get this off the ground. We met with one person specifically who had been in the industry for forever. And when we sat down and met with him, he was like, you know what? This industry really does need change. There's mm-hmm. no females in the industry. I was about to ask, was it mostly males? That you're oh, sitting down no with? females. We only meet with males. Yeah, yeah. He goes, yeah, you guys insane. look like espresso martinis. <laughs> <laughs> that was really the game changer for me. Yeah, yeah. You're like, he gets it. He gets the vision. Like, and right, then he I'm also in. was yeah. like, and then I can see you guys have a new approach which is kind of what this industry needs. Like everything is yeah. very old school. Everyone does things very traditionally. I do things very traditionally because it works. Yeah, but you it's guys like sexualizing women, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. everybody in the bikinis, like doing all of those ads. I'm yes. not gonna name anybody specifically. But I mean it's I mean, all of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but everybody not gonna knows name anyone, but it's all of them. Yeah. <laughs> we wanted to create a new approach and something that people could relate to yeah. as well. I also like that, like you said, it's something that was missing mm-hmm. for people like us who want to enjoy themselves, but we're also like, I don't want to be drinking Kahlua every day. Exactly. Or every weekend and like having like six Kahlua drinks. Exactly. Right. I mean, I'm not even lactose intolerant, but I, I would, would be, be like, sick. I would be so sick. But I like that y'all created this. It's approachable and it's accessible for people. And the can is really what like does that. You exactly. know what I mean? 100% alcohol. Mm-hmm. And for us Amazing. too, because we do come from like that was important. <laughs> that was very important. The alcohol percentage, yeah, very important. Also, the espresso shot was very important. But yeah. we really wanted to create something that one we felt proud holding. Everything out there was just kind of like very bleh marketing, mm-hmm. very bleh, just branding. aesthetic yeah, branding yeah. overall. It's like, I mean, to her point. You want to hold something that you feel proud of. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about like when you were posting espresso martinis. Yes. Like it's the aesthetic. It is. Like you're, chic, at, a, you're at a beautiful bar. It's sexy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to post this espresso martini. Yeah. We wanted that same feeling when you're holding our can. Yeah. Post our picture. Make yes. it sexy. Make you feel like women empowerment. Like mm-hmm. I feel good holding this drink. Yes. I just heard something on, I think it was on the him and her podcast. I don't know who they recorded with, but they were talking about this exact thing with beverages. Mm-hmm. Like people, it's part of like your own personal brand, exactly. whatever you're drinking and everyone's so aesthetic focused. 
nowadays, especially with social media, exactly. yeah. that like they want they want to align themselves with something like this because I love y'all's branding. It's so good. So let's talk about all of that. What when did you start developing branding? Like what steps were coming after you're kind of networking and trying to ask people kind of like right. is this worth it? Yeah. So I think right away we started branding because that's what we were mm-hmm. good at. We both came from marketing and PR backgrounds, so yeah. we we're like, you know, branding is very very important to mm-hmm. us. So we put together mood boards, exactly what we wanted, this mm-hmm. aesthetic. And then we met with, you know, our creative agency, mm-hmm. kind of told them what we want. We went through probably about five different revisions with them. Okay. And then came out with the right one. Okay. It's funny because we're actually about to launch with a completely different branding. Oh, it was terrible. You think you told me this. And yeah, you, you told me this one. Alexis we haven't, and I. We haven't launched that yet. We'll, we'll, okay. we'll do we it. Can, and we can like, do it to you. <laughs> we'll, we'll reveal it in a couple years, honestly. Okay. <laughs> but awful. it was mm-hmm. so bad. And I think it's funny because working with your best friend, we didn't want to step on each other's toes, but in their heads, we were like, this yeah. is not it You're not for communicating. Us. We yeah. both knew. Your and then finally wants. one day I kind of was like, okay, so I don't know how I feel about this. And Alexis looked at me and she was like, I'm so happy you said something. I feel the same. <laughs> okay. And we, I mean, completely scratched it through everything out the door, had a rebrand completely. Luckily we didn't launch for, we are still a couple of months behind yeah. from the launch process. So we yeah. had time to rebrand, but it's just things like that. There are so many things behind the scenes yeah. that mm-hmm. nobody knows about. And it's just so different than it's what crazy. people see today. But I think there's something about the, t- so let's talk about timeline because yes. I know myself from like just creating clothing, which is pretty simple to make by comparison, though it is really expensive. Like each thing is super expensive. Oh, there's not a lot of front loading, but you just pay throughout the process. Mm-hmm. Right. So manufacturing clothing, everything took so much longer than I had like the timeline in my mind. Like they would be like, okay, it's going to be ready in eight weeks. And I'm like sick, eight weeks. And then next thing I know it's like 16 fucking weeks. And they're like, okay, we're, we're just getting the tags on. We're doing this. I'm like, I hate everybody. (laughs) And then like, there's always defect. Like the items are not perfect. Or I show up and I'm like, I'm so excited to pick this up and they're all wrong. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like it's, there's so much just human error on the back end oh, yeah. and timelines being pushed. Yes. So let's talk about like, you'll have the idea. You start meeting with people. How long did it take before you're like, okay, now let's get into branding. Like, so we started meeting people with probably October of 2020. So I guess almost two years ago now, which is yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. But we started meeting with people. That was like a couple month process. Yeah. And then February, 2021, we created our LLC and we're like, all right, we're doing this. We okay. had the name, we had the idea of what type of branding we wanted. And mm-hmm. we're like, all right, we're going to go for this. So what came from that was now it's time to meet with our factories, manufacturers, co-packers kind of go. We basically speed dated like yeah. all of these different facilities. It was speeding. That is yeah. It was speed dating. Good. And did you find them through the contacts you had met yes. and talked to? Okay. Exactly. Yes. We visited some in Texas, but we ultimately ended up going with a facility in California just because mm. at the time we were still quarantined. So yeah. it was so hard to get cans, aluminum. Like there are so mm-hmm. many things that were so, yeah. out of stock or back ordered that we had to really think about. So mm-hmm. luckily we found a really great partner out of California and they were like, we could help you. We're still behind like everyone else, but we're pretty ahead of the game as far as the rest of America. So yeah. we're like, all right, like we just want to kind of yeah. get this going. Mm-hmm. So we ended up going with them. But 
before that, whenever we found our co-packer, we're like, all right, flavor. Like this mm-hmm. is the most important thing. People are going to love the branding. We know that. But now we have to figure out flavor, yeah. taste that everyone loves. We were going to and- launch with just one espresso martini too mm-hmm. at the time. So we ended up meeting, not with a bartender, but a flavor house. Before we met with the flavor house, Alexis goes, I feel like I'm walking to Willy Wonka's factory. Really? In lab coats. What is going on? It's super official. Yeah. And with that, I mean, we tried 27 different flavors. And being from like Texas to California, it was them sending us stuff, us critiquing to the point Mm -hmm. where it was like, this is a little bit too much vanilla. Yeah, yeah. And like, it was absolutely Went back and forth for a long time. Went back and crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just insane. So 27 different flavors, but we ultimately got to the flavors that we wanted. Mm -hmm. So we nailed classic down. Okay. And then we realized, you know, we need different flavors. Obviously, everybody has a different taste. Palette. Pro- yeah. yeah. Palette profiles. So mm-hmm. we're like, okay, let's do salted caramel and vanilla. Okay. And so actually we were going to launch, which actually nobody knows this. Mm-hmm. We were going to do a lavender espresso martini. Okay. and Which I don't know why, because <laughs> lavender is sleepy. It, like lavender makes me think sleepy. Yeah. But yeah. at the time we were like lavender, like everyone loves yeah, lavender yeah. lattes. It tasted like soap. Oh God! <laughs> was that one of the twenty-seven flavors that you tried? Yes, yes it was. That was like twenty-seven, we t- and we were like, absolutely no. not. We're not doing lavender. That tastes. That tastes like we so tasted bad. one yeah. sample, and we're like, absolutely not. Yeah. So we ex we ex the lavender, okay. but you know, it could come back one day. Yeah, maybe one day. What about like a mocha? Ooh, a mocha. mocha. That's a popular flavor. We want to do holiday flavors yeah. next oh. year. We do have so a lot. That would be huge. Yes. Well, you know what you can do with like the classic. Obviously, you could just like mix it into a holiday cocktail anyway. Oh, oh yeah. Which is that's what I'll be doing. One hundred percent. We make yeah. ice cream floats out of it. Mm-hmm. Alfagados. <sighs> yeah. Absolutely amazing. But yes, we There's have so many l- things you can do with them. We have a lot lined up for yeah. next year as far as flavors. So let's say you create your LLC. February 2021. Yes. We find our co-packer. Yeah. End of March. Mm -hmm. Flavor House, end of March. And we kind of look at each other and we're like, okay, we have basically everything set up. Now it's just the process. And it was kind of to the point where like, okay, now we have to kind of start meeting with investors. Like this is a very expensive industry, which. Mm -hmm. So at at this point where y'all like self-funded. Yes. So at this point, we're self-funded. Again, there really wasn't that much we had to put up front besides branding. Mm-hmm. And then everything else was just kind of speed dating everyone else to find the right partners. And are you at this time working still? Yes. Full time? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So April 2021, we're going to Houston in the middle of the week. We're going to California. Mm-hmm. And our current jobs did not know that. We're like, really? Our current we're jobs did not know that. Yeah. And I mean, obviously... Unfortunately, COVID was mm-hmm. an excuse. Yeah. Oh, wait, Unfortunately. We're working from, to, yeah. You would do that. Work yeah. for 10 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we did We took work from home yeah. to another level. <laughs> another level. Yeah, we're yeah. on flights working but, from home. Yeah. We did secret missions to California, Houston. Mm-hmm. I love that secret mission. Secret missions. <laughs> it was like, do not post a anything. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was off, honestly actually really fun. Turn off yeah. your Find My 
friends. Yeah, yes. friends. We're at home. <laughs> Literally yes. secret missions. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So we we took those secret missions and in April we were kind of like, all right, now it's time to quit our jobs. Like this is the time we have to actually go take all the, in. Yeah, take the leap. Especially and, because we kind of started having those investor conversations mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the first question everyone asked us was, is, is this, this your full, full-time yeah. job? And mm. at the time we're like, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. question mark. <laughs> and they're like, all right, <laughs> contact me like when you're all in. We're mm-hmm. like, oh shit, okay. And like, keep it's in time. mind too, we did not tell any of our friends. No. We told like a select mm. few, okay. but we did not tell any of our friends we were doing this. Launched our LLC February. Yeah. We did not tell anybody until probably July. So okay. that was like a not one soul. This was like very real secret, secret mission. Cab yeah. secret. Yeah, yeah. And that's very hard for women to keep secrets mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So we just knew we didn't want any outside influences. That was the Smart number one thing. The outside influence. People don't do things all the time because yeah. you that's listen to the noise, smart. especially as females, you listen to the noise. Like a lot, a lot of people look for other people to kind of get that validation like you should do it and luckily enough we had each other so that was validation enough Mm -hmm. we went back and forth we're like we're gonna do it if we have a hard day we are confused about something we can talk about it with each other yeah and that was the best part about it with like people who knew what they were doing exactly and you were getting validation from people who know rather than just like fucking Nancy on the street like who doesn't have any idea what they're talking about I mean you get haters obviously Mm -hmm. yeah and then you get people that think that they know everything about the business Mm -hmm. or they are like you should do these flavors or you should do do a lot of opinions oh yeah Yeah. we just didn't want so many different opinions so Mm -hmm. we didn't want that outside noise smart so we didn't tell anybody for six months okay cool that's huge so april we quit our jobs and what did you tell people when you were quitting your job i said you know, I'm just consulting. I'm going to start my own business someday. And he, you know, he said, well, what are you going to do? Uh-huh. I, told, I think I told him I was going in the medical field. <laughs> I just told not, everyone I was freelancing. Yeah. Which is not I'm freelancing. what I was doing. I mean, I didn't even graduate college. So he <laughs> was like, probably thinking, I'm going to work in medicine. I'm actually going to be a doctor. So. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going to be a nurse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But everyone for the longest time thought we were starting like a marketing firm, social media, PR event, yeah. anything that related to our previous jobs. Mm-hmm. Nothing obviously to do with alcohol. I don't think in a million years, Lux and I ever thought we'd be in the alcohol industry. Yeah. I mean, we drank alcohol, but yeah, never, yeah. never thought we'd actually yeah. work in the industry. Yeah, I feel you. So you're talking to investors. Yeah. Now we're on the investor part. So how did that go? At first, it was very intimidating. Mm-hmm. I will be honest, especially being two younger females. Mm-hmm. I think at the time you were, I was 25, you were 27. I was 27. Yeah. So... It was very intimidating. We had never pitched before, obviously. Mm-hmm. We did not come from business backgrounds. Yeah. So meeting with these people, mostly males, mm-hmm. it was very, very intimidating. But they understood that females needed to be in this market, mm-hmm. especially after giving those statistics yeah. as well. Yeah, I got you. So it was hard. But we finally finished our round. Yeah, yeah. And this was two two years. So how did this 
what did this look like? Like you, are you walking into a room of like six dudes? Just So I imagined whenever we first started that we were going to be walking to a boardroom. Mm-hmm. Like Shark and Tank. That's what I, I imagined. I <laughs> yeah. faint in a chair and mm-hmm. fake a heart attack or something. <laughs> but that was not the case. We usually met for coffee. Okay. Showed them our deck. Mm-hmm. And then kind of went from there. Okay. And then usually it takes... It takes a while. Mm-hmm. How long a is a while, of, would you say? I would say about like two or three months. Okay. For Lots them to of really, back and forth conversations. Yeah, for them to really go into the brand. So we're just in a waiting game. Yeah, I feel you. And so that's why it took us so long to get money. Mm-hmm. How long did it take? Two years. Two years. Two years. Okay. It took crazy. us two years to completely finish mm-hmm. our round as in raising what we wanted to raise. Mm-hmm. I think at the beginning, when we first started telling people, mainly investors, they're kind of like, cute idea, but are you two actually going to do it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, cool, you quit your job, but like, what does that mean? Like, it, it takes a lot to get an idea yeah. into market. Mm-hmm. So I think for us, it was just, we believed in the product so much. We believed in ourselves so much Yeah. that... Once we found the right partners, people kind of started catching on to that. They're like, they're so confident about this espresso Mm -hmm. martini. They know how to market. Like we really knew how to market. We know branding and we're all in. And I think people bought into us. Yeah. Yeah. People bought into us more than anything. And that was just a confidence booster within itself when someone's not buying into your product and what you're selling, they're buying into you. Yeah. And it kind of helped us continue that. Well, you're getting validation from the right people. Like money is not going to lie to you. Exactly. It's not your mom. It's not your friends. Like they're not investing in you because they like your hair, you know what I mean? Or whatever. They think you're sweet. They're investing in you because they know it's your good at making money (laughs) or whatever (laughs) idea you have, whether it's this idea or more in the future. That's what they're buying into. I've heard that all the time when it comes oh, yeah. to investor exactly. conversation. I mean, you hear all the time and it is so completely true. Mm-hmm. They are investing in you. Yeah. Of not course, the product. Of course, the product too, but not the product. They are investing in the people that are running the business. Yeah. So if you go in there and you are passionate and, you're, mm-hmm. and you say, you know what, I'm going to kill this business. Yeah. I failures not I'll do anything. Yeah. Live, breathe this. Mm-hmm. Then there's no chance for them to say no. Yeah, yeah. I got you. We basically sat down and we we're like, we're gonna do this. We know it's gonna be successful, and nobody's gonna outwork yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you go about meeting investors? Are you again? Are they coming from these people that you initially met with, like, in all those it was months ago? All, yes, it was all networking. Okay, networking is so very important. Mm-hmm. I mean, even from our first list that we initially did, it's ask those people, hey, do you know somebody? that knows somebody that knows somebody that would want to invest or give us advice. Mm -hmm. We met with every single person. Yeah. Every single person. So also when you're meeting with people on that list, because this is something I know I've gotten asked about and something I'm interested in too, is kind of the networking aspect of it all. Like, are you sending these people initially an email being like, can I take you to coffee? Can I do this and ask you questions? Are they immediately open to that? Are some of them like, and eh, like not really worth my time? Did they get something in return? Like what were, what was going on with those? So I think we cold 
reached out to everyone, whether it's an email and mainly Instagram DMs. We DM'd a lot of people. We slid into our DMs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think at the time too, it was quarantine. Like people were bored. Like it usually, typically busy people weren't that busy at the time. So, yeah. and I also timing. think it's very flattering especially when people reach out to us, I'm sure when people reach out to you, like they want mm-hmm. advice on how you got to where you are. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, that's very flattering. Like I would love to take the time to kind of yeah. help and like be a part of that journey if you make it somewhere. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people were really open just to having a conversation with us and gearing us in the right direction, whether it was people or just conversation or their opinions. A lot of people had opinions a lot of people who we met with told us we shouldn't do it. And we yeah. still did it. That was the first conversation we actually had. They said, don't do it. <laughs> they said, don't do it. And then. Were seven, you heartbroken? I, oh, we were heartbroken. But then we were like, yeah, yeah. screw you. Yeah. <laughs> but then also screw you because seven months later, he asked if he could invest. Mm. Yeah. Were you like, circle. no? <laughs> or were you like, yeah, sure. I know. We actually said you had your chance and. Oh my God. We absolutely love you, but. <laughs> <laughs> that is so sick. I mean, that's just how you have to be, especially as women. Mm-hmm. You can't let these men walk all over you. Yeah. Yeah. You and said no. Sweet yeah. And, you know, you see that we have traction now. Mm-hmm. And you did not believe in us at first. Mm-hmm. So now that we have traction, no, you're not He's gonna like a come follower in at that yeah, point. You're, yeah. Oh, well, now you told us not to do it. It's a waste of your time. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. But now you want in seven months later when yeah. you see traction. Which is yeah, such a short I honestly of time. think go, of anything, go it go just it on the us. Yeah. <laughs> it really did insane. fuel us. It was almost like, okay, you said we can't do it. Well, mm-hmm. now I'm going to want to do it even more. And it, like, that moment of, him coming back saying he wanted to invest. It was kind of like, wow, that's cool. Like we did something someone told us we couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, now they want in. I don't understand how a round works. So you go through and you try to meet a certain goal. Exactly. Does money so, start coming in like immediately once someone approves it? So it's not like you get everything at once. Right. Okay. So you meet with investors. They We give them a timeline of when they can invest. Okay. And then once they hit that timeline, obviously they have to put the money in or else the contract fails. Yeah. But every single one that we approved, we were very picky about who we wanted to invest to. Yeah. Yeah. We wanted people that believed in us mm-hmm. and that had the right connections with us that knew our goal and our mission and female founded espresso martinis. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, yeah, I think with investors, a lot of people, which I mean, We've seen all the horror movies. We've listened to all the podcasts, heard. I mean, we really yeah. listened to all the podcasts yeah. at the beginning. <laughs> Learn all the horror stories. But you really have to not take every dollar that's thrown at you and really be strategic with yeah. who you pick and who's on your side. Because at the end of the day, you don't want it to be something you resent or someone who's trying to take over or run your business. We just mm-hmm. want like cheerleaders who we can go to for advice, go to for mentorship, go to towards for legal advice, like Mm -hmm. anything and everything. It's almost like they are mentors at the end of the day, which has been really cool. It's not just a wallet. Right. Right. Almost more invaluable as their advice. Exactly. We did not want to just accept money from people. Mm -hmm. You don't have to talk to us every day. Mm -hmm. 
But if we need advice, mm-hmm. we want you to yeah. help us with it. And they're it. a part of the company exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah, and you care. Important. You tell your friends about it. You tell your family about it. Mm-hmm. So that was very important very to important. us. So you're doing your investment round. So where are we in the timeline now? Like you're telling your friends about it. It's like telling June. friends. So what happens after that? Because that was yes. a, about a year ago. A little. Yes. So we start ago. telling our friends. We start raising a little bit of money. We both had quit our jobs at this time. Mm-hmm. And now we're kind of like, all right, we just finished nailing our flavors probably June, July of last year. And we're yeah. like, all right, we're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Like, we are ready. We're going to launch yeah. this thing. These flavors are delicious. <laughs> I mean, we were drinking them. Yeah. Six You're all months, in. Six You're still before. on a high too. Yeah. <laughs> We thought we were going to launch exactly a year ago today, honestly, yeah. last yeah. October. We launched August 1st of, of this year. This year. Yeah. Okay, so crazy. what was the, what happened? Did like the reality of creating? The reality of production. Yes. Yeah. I think we came out of quarantine and everything was behind. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean... COVID happen again. Yes. And so our factories wave. are in California. So they all shut down November, December. Mm-hmm. And that's when we were supposed to launch. Yeah. Disaster. Disaster. And then we launched our brand already, which honestly was a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. And so then after that, they reopened. But obviously things take time with production. Yeah. And then... I mean, we decided to go with one of the largest co-packers in the West Coast, Mm -hmm. and we are a teeny tiny brand to them at the time. So, like, everything that's back-ordered, we're, like, back, 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 back-ordered. Yeah, behind all the big ones. (laughs) We would reach out and be like, hey, what's up? And they'd be like, all right, like, who are you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Come again. So, what is a co-packer? Let's rewind there. What does that mean? So, they're the ones who have the can they basically put our product together yes got it so they have the cans they create the formulas okay they have the whole production system Mm -hmm. and then they send once all of that is completed with sleeves boxing everything you can imagine yeah trays there's so much that goes into it yeah that people don't realize but once that is completed they send that to our distributors okay got it so there's and then you also have to get into line a production of, line. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. just a lot that I mean, it's the same with you and your clothing brand. Like mm-hmm. there's just they say eight weeks and then it's three months and you're like, oh, there's okay. so much yeah. legal, though, with oh. alcohol, I'm sure that too. Oh, that also yeah. took a really yes. long time. So whenever we change our even packaging, we had to resubmit everything through legal mm-hmm. And there's not even like a contact you can reach out to. You basically just submit it on this website and they're like, it's and you kind wait. of like I, <laughs> you I compare yeah. it to like the passport agency. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah. like a government agency. I mean, who, it's like the same thing. Who do you thing. reach out to? Oh my God. I am having the hardest time getting my license renewed <laughs> and it's, it's taken me like, it's like been expired it's for forever. like three years because every time I go to the DMV, they tell me something different. I come with the right forms or whatever it said on the website and then they're like, actually we can't you have to get this new form and I'm like okay well can I do that right now they're like no you actually have to come back and I'm like okay the next appointment's in six months like how long can I go without a license yeah. without something horrible happening but I feel like the DMV wood. should 
to a haunted house. <laughs> it already oh, is a haunted house. It is, it is a haunted house. <laughs> they might as well agency. just decorate it. Literally. Like, Welcome to our haunted house. You're yes. already in it. And <laughs> <laughs> You're already here. You're it has here. been miserable and no one knows what's going on. So no. I can't. And everything takes so, so long. long. It's just all the approvals, all the legal mm-hmm. With alcohol, it's a whole other situation of steps. Like and safety. Yes, and, yeah. Safety. Um, consuming. Yeah. yeah. Everything. Even like as to the size of the font we have on the cans is like yeah. a legal thing. Like yeah. everything is I very, no yeah. very, very, very to the detail. So it, it all took, I, I guess, like kind of instilling your workflow and like getting started really is like a huge hub. Because oh, after that, I mean, you guys have based challenges already so when they come up again it's easy and now you can like streamline things way better it's just getting over the initial right I mean we went into production again and it was the most seamless thing I've ever done which is Mm -hmm. crazy because last time all the waiting last time it took a year yeah this time it took (laughs) two months so I feel like it was so much waiting you're right. waiting on investors. You're waiting on getting stuff back from creative even. Exactly. Like I think waiting. that's the worst part of it for Alexis and I. We're both like, we always have to be on the go. I mean, we're fueled by espresso martinis, caffeine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. pre-workout, whatever it is. And, <laughs> and you're up at 5 a.m. Like you got a lot of time in the day. <laughs> we got time. Yeah. All we have to do is just, we're like, hurry up and wait. And yeah, like, yeah. Okay. And it was yeah. just constant waiting. And I think that was the hardest part for us. But so what do you do during the waiting period then? Like what were y'all doing when you're waiting we on all this stuff? We were planning. Okay. Yeah. Really planning for campaigns, mm-hmm. collaborations. Yeah. Really everything that we could plan for mm-hmm. as far out as we could. That's kind of a blessing then because that's exactly. so important. It was 100% a blessing in disguise. I mm-hmm. think Alexis mentioned earlier, but we launched our brand, I think in November of last year, thinking we were going to launch... December, January. And when we launched the brand, we were kind of like, oh no, like we put it out there. We can't just stop. We have to keep the momentum going. People are excited. So we ended up launching merch. Yes, I'm wearing some of the merch right now. (laughs) You up? And both of y'all are. (laughs) We ended up launching merch, which is crazy because we launched beanies, we launched crewnecks, hoodies, Mm -hmm. hats, all the things. And people loved it. I think there's this just, like there's some sort of little espresso martini culture. Like we, if you love an espresso martini, you're a you part of like it. the espresso yeah. martini club and like you just Peyton. love them. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so people really got behind that. And also we were like, we want to do some sort of fun campaign on our social media where we can keep people interested. And also we're nobody. People don't know who Apri Hours is. So mm. let's associate Apri Hours with espresso martinis. Yeah. So we launched a campaign on our social media where it was espresso martini ratings. Mm-hmm. So I saw that. I I watched those. Yeah. When those restaurants started opening, mm-hmm. we Alexis and I literally went to every single restaurant. <laughs> we traveled, went to restaurants, and people started rating espresso martinis and mm-hmm. tagging us. Smart. It was absolutely crazy. Yeah. People just because still do now. the first weekend that we did it. It was just a domino effect yeah. from there. So was it a t- like at a 10 scale? Yeah. Yes. So when what's your ten. favorites in Dallas then? Favorites in Dallas? Beverly's. I knew you were going to say Beverly's. Do you I like the orange? I love the I love orange. the orange. Yeah. I think that's what everyone's talking I would say second is the Charles. I, I love, love the Charles. The Charles. Martinis. What is the place right next to 
Carbone. It's Tangaroom. like Tangaroom. They I've have never had such rooms. good martinis in they general. Do. They have good martinis in general. But oh, their espresso, I like I would say like my perfect night in Dallas would be going to Tangaroom for drinks and then going to Carbone. Did you for go dinner. last night? No, I really <laughs> wanted to, but I went that to Vino and got a drink night. instead. But yeah, you got like the, they have like the frozen or like the chilled martini glasses, which is just always the extra touch that I love. And they're like full up to the brim, like, like almost coming over the brim. I'm like, this is perfect. Did they have the three beans? I think that they did. Do you know I can't what remember. Means? It's a good one. Do you no. know it means health, wealth, and happiness? Oh, the three beans. Really? Yeah. Yes. Did you make that up or is that a thing? No, it's, it's a thing. thing. That's it's a actually thing. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. So it's supposed to sprinkle in health, wealth, and happiness. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a fun fact. I'm sure not exactly. many people know that. So. But I know the three beans is important. I just didn't know why it was important. So now I know. Get I'm a little glad. health. Get right? a little happiness. We'll get a little wealth. There yes. we go. And, and amen. And amen. <laughs> well, one thing I will say, too, I've really admired about y'all's journey is how active you are in your community. You know what I mean? Like, I remember I tried to meet up with you once when I was coming to Dallas or something, or maybe I was living here. And you were like, Vegas. Yeah. Right. You're like, you said you were pushing around the upright cart. Yes. Like you're just doing so much out and getting it in people's hands. When did you start doing that kind of stuff? We started doing that probably March. Yeah. 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 March of last year. Okay. Or March of this year. This year, yeah. yeah. And you went to like, like we just said, you went to SMU recently. SMU. We did the Katie Trail if you live in Dallas. Mm -hmm. We just wanted people. We're everywhere. Mm -hmm. We want people to associate espresso martinis with Apri Hours. Yeah, yeah. And vice versa. Mm -hmm. So if you're drinking an espresso martini, we want Apri Hours to come to mind. Yeah, that sounds, I mean, y'all's socials did a really good job of that. I feel like you kind of went into the, not only the, trendiness and like kind of the forever living of the espresso martini yeah. let's be honest because I know it was like big in the 90s and like it's right. made this crazy resurgence Kate Moss, but also yes <laughs> also like the old money aesthetic kind of thing I remember y'all yeah. was like tennis shoe like that was really cute you kind of dove in to both of those things that right. were like really and still are really of the time I guess and took advantage of that huge yeah and I think for us I mean Yes, we're in alcohol, but it's so big for us to just also be a lifestyle brand. Like I said, we launched merch, which we love. Mm-hmm. We don't want to just be associated with drinking. Yeah. We have friends who literally don't drink, who like wear stuff and like yeah. say Apri Hours lifestyle just because it's like, it's it, more, than, it's more than just a drink. It's yes. more than alcohol. It's more yeah. an espresso martini. We kind of have this, like we talked about at the beginning, this female mm-hmm push behind us that we're really trying to cultivate and really encourage other women to just shake things up. I mean, that's literally taglines trying yeah, to shake yeah. things up and do whatever you want, no yeah. matter what industry you're in. Yeah. So it's more for us, whenever we launch, we're like, this is our time to really push when we launch the brand. Yeah. We're like, women this is our time to push everything else besides the drink because we don't mm. have it yet. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Smart. So and I think that was honestly a blessing in disguise because we really got to showcase what Apri Hours is about outside of this espresso martini right. itself. What I love about food and beverage in general is like it can complement any experience too. Exactly. So it goes along really well. Like this kind of thing goes along really well in any situation. Like I just love the the act of like the dining experience, for example, where I sit down with someone, I get a drink we get some coffee, we got food, we got dessert, like the whole entire luxurious experience. Exactly. And it doesn't have to be expensive or anything, but it just feels like European and luxurious. And this, I mean, any beverage and especially this one 
can really accent any kind of special moment that you're having in your in your life. Oh yeah, it's so great because even on social media we've seen people like do crazy cool things at home with them and mm-hmm. it just I think we're in an era where it's like romanticize your own life type yes. of thing. So mm-hmm. whenever you're home wherever you are, it's one it's a convenient way to just make life at home not be boring. Like you mm-hmm. can romanticize your life. You can have that espresso martini that you would get at Tango Room in your chill glass. You can chill your glass in your fridge. You can make your little alfagato float. Like there's so many things we've seen people do and it just have fun with it. And that's Mm -hmm. honestly what's so important to us and kind of our point. It's like you can romanticize your life and be convenient with Mm -hmm. this apri hours versus having to go and pay a ton you know, of money. the $20 espresso martini cocktail. Yeah. Oh, I, I bought a $20 <laughs> to do cocktail. A $1,000 espresso martini. <laughs> Literally, I got a Tito soda last night and it was $21. <laughs> I'm like, what the tough. hell is happening right Are now? Are we in New York? Like, what <laughs> is happening? Tough. What is happening? I, yeah. I'm in Vegas. I, exactly. But that's why we want to create such beautiful branding. Mm-hmm. I mean, you take pictures of these espresso martinis. We yeah. want that at home too. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're laying in bed, if you're watching a movie, Take a take a picture of Apri hours and feel luxurious in your own home. Yeah, we I just did an episode with Joe actually. It came out today. Oh, but if you're uh, listening to this on the you, Thursday, Joe. right? <laughs> Joseph, we love him. The whole episode was me reading people's simple pleasures. Yeah. Because like to get like a little inspo. And they were there are all these like little things, like let's say chilling your glass in your fridge, little things you could do for yourself that make you feel like more chic and elevated in your life. So that's like a huge part of my personal brand. And I like to hear that y'all are doing the same thing. Oh yeah. I love it. I love that. So let's talk about where people can get Apri hours. How do you get this in your hands? We are available in 38 states. Okay. So you can order online. And Mm -hmm. then also in retail in Texas, we are in Total Wine and specialty I saw that. stores. That's, that yes. was recent, right? Yes. We just yes. yeah. in Total Wine last That's so week. Exciting. We're so excited. We're very excited. Are you about in that. Total Wines like all across Texas? Yes, yes we okay, are. Okay, cool. And that's so Apri Hours. Go on and get that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you go to drinkapriahours.com, we have a store locator. So you can kind of find wherever Apri Hours is closest to you. And then y'all's favorite flavors. What are they? I would say. Or what's your ranking? Yeah. Okay. My ranking is mm-hmm. salt. It's like caramel. picking a favorite child. Yeah, it's it hard. Is. This is difficult. You're like going for it. You're like actually, um, <laughs> <laughs> Alexis is no problem. She has no problem. Yeah. I'm like my baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so my ranking is salted caramel, mm-hmm. classic, and vanilla. Okay, cool. But our top seller is classic. Okay, that actually makes sense. That's I what like, I'm drinking right now. I like now. to get get above the norm. Mm-hmm. I love classic. Okay. I'm a classic espresso martini girl. Hmm. But classic bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a classic bitch, but classic. And then I would say salted caramel. I probably drink the most second, but it also just depends. Like if I am in a sweeter mood. Depends on the mood. She's not sweet. (laughs) She's Alexis is my Alexis is my evil twin. So So how do you also drink yours? Like, what's your ideal way to drink this? Is it in a chill glass at home? So we've seen. Okay, my ideal Mm -hmm. is drinking out of a can with a straw. That's what we're doing now. I absolutely love love that. Mm -hmm. But we've seen a lot of people on Instagram, you know, pour it in espresso martini glasses or martini glasses or pour it over ice cream. They Mm -hmm. do their only little concoctions. Obviously, it has 10%. So you don't really need to add anything that extra alcohol. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of guys pour it in a whiskey glass over ice. Mm, Sexy. Like a one cube. Yes. Yeah. Which is like 
It almost sexy. looks like they're drinking whiskey. We went yeah. to a party the other day and brought Abra hours and a couple of the guys had whiskey glasses, like a big cube mm-hmm. and a party. espresso martinis. Yeah. And, was, and they poured Abra hours over it. And I was like, that's hot. Like, wait, yeah. I want that actually. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> okay, I prefer if that. a guy was drinking an espresso martini, like a whiskey. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's like it's a. sexy. It is sexy. I would, I would stare at him. It's a, like a very masculine way to drink an espresso <laughs> martini. I, mean, I have a yeah. significant other, but I would stare at him and be like, <laughs> You're like, close your ears, close yeah, your ears. close your ears. I think this He's one, it. the classic would be so good with like, like let's say for the holidays with like some kind of peppermint oh, hell yeah. addition. Like if I'm making a little cocktail myself. Of course. I just thought of that. Yeah, or we like just mint. did a little series where we did like fall flavors. So we did yeah. a pumpkin spice, espresso martini. Yeah. Everything we did, we went to Whole Foods. So everything was like gluten-free, dairy-free. We used oat milk. We used Oatly ice cream. We did yeah. all yeah. of it as healthy as you could be. Mm-hmm. And they were delicious really yeah. delicious. and then we had like this hot chef do it yeah <laughs> you're like for the aesthetic for the aesthetic but okay. yeah we did pumpkin spice espresso martini we did an alfagato espresso yeah. martini and then we did oh, i love alfagato we oh, so good they're so good at the so charles good. Have, mm-hmm. you, have you had it yes yeah, so good well i want to also ask my last question the agave wine yes explain yes. that like choice explain what it is because i've never heard of agave wine before Yes. So when deciding what alcohol to do this with, we tried tequila. Mm -hmm. We We tried tried vodka. vodka. Again, gluten allergy. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of vodkas are made of gluten. There is a lot without, but traditionally people associate espresso martinis with vodka. And that was our original plan to do vodka. And personally, we both drink espresso martinis with tequila. Okay. Like when we go out, I yeah, always ask for a tequila yeah. espresso martini. So for us kind of backing up, we we're like, okay, personally, vodka is really not our thing. So yeah. how do we find that the happy medium? Yeah. And we we're actually at our flavor house and we were having this conversation. We we're like, vodka, tequila, the tequilas we were trying were almost too strong of tequila flavor. In I a can, can imagine. Yeah. You didn't want that too strong of tequila, too strong of vodka because yeah, yeah. then it's like almost taking a shot. Yeah. So this agave wine is the perfect mixture of yeah, that. Yeah. So agave wine is fermented, just not distilled. Okay. So, so it's, it's the same process. Te- as it's making the same tequila. process yeah. as okay. making tequila. Okay. That's cool. Well, I think it tastes amazing. Yeah. So we ended up going with agave wine. And honestly, it's crazy because the people who drink tequila love it. The people who drink vodka love it. It has like a little bit of a tequila. It does have a little taste, bit of tequila. Yeah. But it's not like it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't taste like tequila. But yeah. it like has a little bit of. Right. It still has that sweetness from the agave plant mm-hmm. itself because it is fermented. because It doesn't make it to the process of being distilled. Yeah. yeah. So that's what was also a plus because we didn't have to add like anything else any because sweeteners. it really had that, yeah. that sweetener from the agave plant itself so it's kind of a win-win for us we knew it was going to be different and that we'd have to explain it mm-hmm. but at the end of the day so it was good. for the best yeah. yeah i love it so where can people find you on social media so you can find us on instagram and tiktok okay. at drink apri hours okay and then you can find us on our website at drink well, thank y'all so much for coming on. I'm also going to link both us. of your, are both your Instagrams public? Yes. yes. Okay. I'll link y'all's public girls. in the show notes and I'll link the website in the show notes and all the things. I love it. We're so, so happy to be on. You're so I know. amazing. We're drinking 
espresso martinis at literally we started at 11 a.m yeah so this is, i mean it's coffee so we're it's not judging <laughs> not judging <laughs> well thanks guys thank you thank you Thank y'all so much for listening to today's episode. You can catch a new episode of Note to Self every Thursday. Please, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the good stuff. I always want to hear from you, so please leave a rating and review if you have a sec. Follow Note to Self on social for all the behind the scenes action and more info about the show at NTS by PS on Instagram and at Note to Self Pod on TikTok. And I'll talk to y'all next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.